love the strum of that guitar right there. Mm, yes. That um, theme music for the greatest song you never heard podcast, which by the way, if you didn't know you're listening to, this is us right here, was written, produced, and recorded by the one and only Todd Hornby. Yes. From here in town. And we love Todd. Todd put some great music out. And he's retired, so all he does right now is play music locally. I, you know, we live in a small town. Yeah. And I ran into him at an event. He was playing downtown at somewhere. And and you know what one of the most awkward feeling in the world is? <laughs> when you don't remember his name? No, standing three feet from him while he's playing a song for you. Oh. <laughs> because... Because he saw you walk in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then I walked over. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? And we're talking, and it was awesome. And he's such a cool guy anyway. And we have this... Uh, this affinity for the same artist that right. nobody knows. Well, I'll play him on the show sometime and he'll do one of his songs. Well, I heard him do it one time and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you know him? And I'm like, no, but I know his music. I met him one time at a concert when I was like 17 and he's like, Oh yeah. So anyway, he was, he goes, Hey, I got a song for you. And then he just launches into the song, but I'm literally like, like when you meet somebody in public and you're standing there like handshake away and, and he's playing his guitar. He's performing. He's performing, right. but I'm like way too close for the performance. <laughs> so anyway, he is an outstanding individual. Very fun guy. Look up Todd Hornby. And he's, he's a great musician. Really good musician. Yeah. So yeah. actually, we're going to have him. He almost divulged something that you were working on. But he didn't. Really? He said, Phil just texted oh, me the yes. other day about something. Well, I'll and I, go, well I don't want to know. I'll, I'll, I will divulge that right now. Okay. This is really bad, but two weeks in a row now, I've mentioned the Wine Time Fridays podcast. So there was an episode we did last July. Yeah. With a guy named Phil Mershon, sax Phil, player. Phil McCrevis? Mershon. <laughs> Paxitani Phil Mershon. Uh, he is a saxophone player, and uh, he told me once that he used to uh, play music to the to what he's tasting in a wine glass. Hmm. Okay. So I thought that was kind of cool. So we actually... My mind just went so many places when you said that, but continue on because we're a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. You can explain after you hit stop. <laughs> um, so out of the blue, I texted Todd, said kind of this whole thing. Yeah. You know, wine is like music is what I titled that. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I said, would you be interested in doing that on our podcast? But he was traveling. We haven't... Um, so he's going to taste and then play the yeah, song yeah, that, he fe- that he f- tastes? Yep. Oh my gosh. Well, you should get people... You should get a bunch of people in a room for that. That might be kind of fun. That might be kind of fun. Just have a little mini concert. I'm, yeah. I was going to say that's a lot of pressure on Todd, but he can handle... I mean, oh, he's yeah. so good. He is. And so I would resonate more probably with the guitar than I do with the sax, but... You know what we should do? We should do something like that with our good friend, Brian Page. Fly him over here. Or just do it through Zoom. That's no fun. Let's bring him over. <laughs> well, we'll look at our uh, budget for the greatest song you never heard podcast. Soon as we get some advertising in. <laughs> See what happens. Or some GoFundMe donations. Because right now we uh, are at a negative what? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> anyway, if you don't know by now, I'm just going to explain this really quick. When we play a song. So Chris is bringing a song to the table today. And I have no idea what it is. There is no... Uh, artist right no name of the song correct and i get lyrics 
Except for today. That is true. Which I don't even get lyrics. I will send you the lyrics after you've listened to the song and you will understand why. And I have another first for us. Okay. You actually can't hear the song. Like, <laughs> so I have to imagine what it is. It's, Great. It's a record called The Greatest Hits of Marcel Marceau. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, which was an actual record that got released, by the way. Uh, Probably did a, really well. He was a mime in the 70s, for those who know. There you go. Uh, but no, today you're going to actually watch a music video. As you experience this song for the first time, and I guarantee you're experiencing this song for the first time. There was so, a song no lyrics. that we did, that you did, that uh, made a lot more sense with the video. Gosh, it was about oh, the, two or three months ago. Yeah, the Clock and Work Kid one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of uh, your forte. Correct. Correct. And this one, though, is like, I, I'm going to just, I'm going to preface this by saying there are a few times on the show that one of us has indulged our own selves. Mm. This is going to be me indulging you. Fair enough. Um in a way that people outside, there are going to be people who listen to this show who go, that wasn't one of the greatest songs that I've ever heard. But if you're from the Seattle area or have an affinity for the Seattle area, I guarantee you this song is going to be one of those songs you're like, how do I not know that song? It's amazing. Can I just ask you a question? Yeah. When we went into this project, yeah. did we go in thinking that every song uh, we play 100%, people are going to listen and say, this is the greatest song I've never heard? I did. Okay. <laughs> because I have impeccable taste in music. <clears throat> I did not. <laughs> I have an impeccable realistic, 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 realistic. No, I, listen, I literally was like, I love these songs. Why wouldn't everybody love these songs? Well, I mean, I get that, but I just know that we've got enough uniqueness that it's not going to hit every person out there. It just, it's an, to me, it's an impossible target to look, to aim for. Well, I like to aim for the impossible. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Right on. You, 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 you know ID, ID in the D in the town all day. ID, ID in the D in the S-E-A. You, you know ID, ID in the D in the town all day. ID, ID in the D in the S-E-A. So what you saying, man? And what you claim, man? They got some folks leaving, got other folks coming. Somebody had to go and say something because you know ID, ID in the D in the town all day. ID, ID in the D in the S E A. You know ID, ID in the D in the town all day. ID, ID in the D in the S E A. You know ID.
Vinny Askew, Lenny Wilkins, Vernon Maxwell, Gus Williams, Dale Ellis, Slick Watts, Ray Allen, Sam Perkins, Downtown, Freddie Brown, Ricky Pierce, John Dennis, Eddie Johnson, Nate McMillan, Xavier McDaniel, Durant, Brent Berry, Shrimp, even Steve Scheffler, Frank Rakowski, Lonnie Shelton, Spencer Haywood, Jack Sigma, No McElvain, Main, Greg Kelser, Dana Barrows, Tom Chambers, Sean Kemp, and the great Gary Payton. So what you playing, man? Somebody had to go and say something because you know I D I D in the D in the town A I D I D in the D in the S E A you know I D I D in the D in the town A I D I D in the D in the S E A you know I D I D That was fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So at the, so this is hard when I'm watching a video that I don't want to miss a, a single thing right. while the song's playing, but I need to write notes. So it's pressing me in my little oh, COVID yeah, brain yeah, to yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. At the very beginning of that video, it said Slick Watts for some reason. Yes. Why? He did this? No. No. Okay. But started to, to name off so many Sonics. Yes. Like obscure Sonics. Yes. Like Chef. Yes. <laughs> the magic chef. By the way, little uh, side note, I play basketball against Steve Scheffler. What? Yeah. In West Seattle. Um, we used to play Sunday nights at Seattle Lutheran. Yeah. And uh, somebody brought him. <clears throat> I was on the side at the baseline, probably 20 feet, 16 feet away from the basket. And he was barreling towards me. I gave him the best head fake. And he went sailing by me. <laughs> and then that's the only part of it. Then you still have to make the shot. Yeah. And I did. That's awesome. Yeah. For but, those, tell people who Steve Scheffler was. Uh, well, he was number 12 uh, off the bench. Off the bench. Last player to play. Yep. And whenever he came in, uh, people were yelling, Guns Chef. Guns blazing. Yeah. And, and that's the way he played that night, too. Oh, my gosh. I mean, literally, he's running the court. And you do not want to get in his way. He's no. the leading scorer in Purdue. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, another name. Uh, let's see. Uh, Vinny Askew. Oh, Super Vince Askew. Yeah. Uh, Lenny Wilkins. That's not, yeah. I uh, cried when they traded him. Gus Williams. Yeah, well. Slick, Slick Watts was uh, mentioned. Dale Ellis. Donald. Uh, Sam Perkins. Ah, uh, yeah. Funny story. Smooth, smooth. The big smooth. The big smooth. I've got a friend who uh, was worked his way through college being a valet guy. And he worked for one of the bigger valet companies in Seattle. Yeah, I know. The, I used to know the name because they were our competitors. And they did all the sporting events. And he would do Sonics games. And he said all of the guys he went, he was a very upright Christian guy and would never have smoked marijuana. Mm -hmm. uh, but all of the guys who worked with him would fight for Big Smooth's car <laughs> because the second hand you could get a contact eye by just jumping in his car. I can verify that because he came into the Met. Really? And we went to park the car and I'm like, holy crap. Um, was it uh, uh, Rick Berry's son, Brent, played with the Sonics? Oh, Brent Berry's on here. Okay. Uh, he came into the Met 
in the back seat of one of his friend's cars. So he had the whole back seat. Still had his gym clothes on, gym bag there. You talk about these guys are gym rats. Yeah, yeah. The good ones are gym rats. They yep. they would play for free, but it's better to get paid. Absolutely. So who uh, else you got there? Because I've got I got one in my back. Lonnie pocket. Shelton. That's Lonnie, a pretty Lonnie. Oh, I love Lonnie. I did, it just says shrimp. That's all you need. Yep. Uh, Steve Scheffler, Spencer Haywood, Jack Sigma. Well, let's go back to Spencer Haywood. You know his nickname? I don't. It's a little bit before my time. Woody. Woody. Oh. Yep. I don't know why, but it was Woody. And Jack Dana, Sigma. Dana I, Barrows. I had a number of conversations with Jack Sigma. Tom Chambers. Uh, do you, you know what Tom Chambers won in an all-star game, the MVP of the all-star game? I didn't know that. Yeah. That when it was in, played in Seattle, that should be no surprise. He yeah. won. He scored some points. And then afterwards, when he got his award, said, it's great knowing I am the greatest player in the world today. <laughs> That's what I did. That's so awesome. Uh, so the first, that's the second verse. The first verse uh, is Beacon Hill, Cap Hill, First Hill, Chinatown, ID, West Side, West, C, West Side CD, Lake City, Greenwood, Green Lake, East Lake, West Lake, Lake Putin, maybe Bellevue. Maybe they, Bellevue. Maybe Bellevue. They don't ever actually, it's funny in the video, and I'll post the video in the show notes yes. too. They don't actually reference Ballard. And it, so there's funny. a video in the video. There's a dude holding a sign that said you couldn't give a shout out to Ballard. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, there's a uh, the whole Alki strip. Yeah. Uh, big throwback. That's I mean, that's my stomping grounds. So this song, actually, it's funny because all the places they show are them eating in very iconic places in Seattle. Places that if you live in Seattle, you know, like Dick's drive in. Yeah. One of the, the um, university. one of the pictures here, I, I, I pulled my headphones off. I said to Phil, like I said, can't you taste the deluxe? Yes. You, I mean, when you open, it's just, you know, the, you know, the aluminum foil color, you know, everything. I know how that tastes. Exactly. Oh. And you're exactly right about that. By the way, for those of you who are listening to this, that have no affiliation to Seattle, we get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you probably have visited California. And have heard about In-N-Out Burger. Yes. Okay. Now, Dixon In-N-Out Burger, nothing alike. Nothing alike. But the reputation is. Correct. Okay. And so uh, when we were in California, we had a In-N-Out. Now, by the way, 20 car wait whenever you're going to In-N-Out. Well, Dix is such a big deal in Seattle that they had a grand opening for their first new Dick store in like 20 years or something like that. It was in North Seattle. Remember that? You'd, Uh, You'd move by then. Yeah. There were thousands of people, thousands of people for the grand opening of a Dix in North Seattle so that they didn't have to, because it was in like up by Richmond Beach or something like that. Yeah. No, I do I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually visited that one too. <laughs> I mean, Dix is Dix. Now it I is. brought Shelly to a Dix drive-in and she's like, what do you see about this? A things? really good friend of mine, a really good friend of mine was like a diehard, loved Seattle from the time he was a kid, wanted to move to Seattle, went to Seattle, moved to Seattle for his master's degree. And was so stoked to be living in Seattle. And he walks up to Dick's and he goes, I would like a cheeseburger, no pickles, ketchup only. And they were like, then you're going to have to go somewhere else. Because <laughs> they don't they don't make any modifications to anything. No, it's kind of like Roger's here. He was so mad, he never went back to a Dick's. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, They don't probably need him. It's Dick's is the place that you go uh, when you've been drinking too much. Because they're open till two. They're open till two. It's a walk-up place. You would just walk up to this like it's old school. It looks like it's from the fifties. It's it's amazing. But so on, um, oh, I can't think of the street, but in the central district, where what's the street up there? The main uh, Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, and so there's a Dick's up on Broadway. Yep. <laughs> 
Broadway is not a great place to hang around at night. It's much nicer now. It, it, really? Oh, yeah. It's gentrified f- okay. for real. It's okay. a really nice place. Fair enough. But back in the day, no. it was not. Except for there's a bubble around dicks. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you got people are in line out to the sidewalks, and it's like, we're not going to bug anybody at dicks. Yep. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, you it, never you saw... You to get to your car, but... There yeah. was never any violence there. There was never any problems at a Dick's. Even though they were open till late, you never... There was... It is. There's like a bubble at Dick's. Yeah, so interesting. Anyway, great song. Uh, I'm not a huge rap fan. Yes. In general. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't. But shouldn't this song get played at every Seattle sporting event ever? Yes. And it doesn't. Well, for sure. Oh, the Sonics aren't around anymore. Right, but it should get played <laughs> at like Mariners games or... Yeah. But nobody knows this song. So this song is called... Slick Watts. It's from That's a, why. <laughs> it's from a group called Blue Scholars. Okay. And it's from a 2011 album called Cinematropolis. Wow. The reason it's called Slick Watts is every album, uh, every song on this specific album is named after a human being. So there's a song on there called, uh, I can't remember who the other ones are, but all the people's names, um, uh, Katarina Karova, what's the Marina... Marina, Marina, Martina Natra, No, no, no. Anna, oh. Anna Karenina. Okay. Is one of the songs. It has okay. nothing to do with Anna Karenina, but all the people's names. A Chief, Chief Self is another song on there. Oh. Has nothing to do with Chief Self. This what song about is the high called, school. I don't know. I haven't listened to that song enough to to dive into it. Yeah, but so, this actually had Slick's name in it. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. The Slick's first name is Slick. No, it's Donald. Well, no wonder he goes by Slick. Well, and of course, he has a whole chain of, uh, uh, like, uh, he details cars. He does? Yeah. And his son played at the UW. Yep. And he passed away recently. Oh, no. I did not know that. Yeah, like three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, Slick Watts passed away. <sighs> You're, that, this is not cool. I'm sorry. I you brought the I whole you room that. and I did not know. Oh, well, what, let's do it. I, No. I was trying to give him a moment of silence for Slick Watts, but you ruined it. Never mind. The moment has well, passed. I started thinking, well, we also have uh, um, John Clayton. Mm, yes. It's a sad day for Seattle people. Yeah. Sad month anyway. Yeah. Well, let's move on. So a uh, 2011 <laughs> album called uh, Cinematropolis. I'll put a link to the video on here too. This album is pretty interesting because in 2011... Uh, this band decided to forego a record label release, but they did, they'd completed the album. They had a bunch of offers. Really there was a period of time in the early, late 2000s, like 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11-ish time frame, when underground hip-hop was huge in Seattle. So everybody knows Macklemore mm. uh, from Seattle. Is that Was he on this? He is on the video. Because you pointed him out, right? Yeah. Okay. And he's at a con- if you look at that, it's a concert from before he was huge. It was ah, a gotcha. Seattle crowd. Uh, there was a bunch of other people at the time. There were people at the time who thought that Seattle's grunge scene was going to transform into uh, rap. All my, my my kids, all of them when they were in high school, were super into all these obscure Seattle rap bands. Mm. Nobody would ever heard of. Blue Scholars is one of those bands. Okay. And they, they did this album. They got done with the album. And they decided they would forego a traditional release. They had offers from record labels. And they did a Kickstarter campaign instead. And they released this album as a combination album slash video and they did short films the goal was to do a short film for every single one of these songs with a different producer 
So a lot of those are still available. They didn't do all of them. I think they did six of them. Mm -hmm. They're all still on YouTube. So if you look them up, you can find Blue Scholars. And they're really, the videos are that quality. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty different. Good. You know, yeah. some of them are serious. Well, some different of them are producer, not. right. But it's really, really well done. Um, and they, they ended up raising, uh, their goal was $25,000. They raised $62,000. So when you watch these videos, it says this song is owned by Blue Scholars and the backers of this album. Wow. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So do they actually get royalties, the people that did the Kickstarter? No. No, okay. No. But uh, Blue Scholars uh, is the the, album, the group. The song is called Slick Watts. Slick. And if you're from Seattle, all of it brings back memories when you hear all those names, all those neighborhoods, everything. Can I give you a quick Slick Watts story? Yes. So I, I don't know what year it was. I will say it's, it was in the 70s, early 70s. <clears throat> Slick Watts. Tell us who he is first for people who don't have any clue. He's a guard for the Supersonics. Okay, which and is a major league or a professional baseball. National Basketball Association. Okay. Uh, basketball team. Kobe Bryant would be a member of the same group. Yes. In okay. The, in the NBA. Yes. Are we going to get fined for saying NBA? Because like the NFL won't let us say Super Bowl. No. But I say it anytime I can. The big game. If the, if, I never say that. If the NFL wants to come after me, come after me. Come I'm only me, talking about your product. Come at me, bro. For free. Gosh <laughs> almighty. So Slick Play Guard um, with the Sonics back in the day. Not the greatest guard in the world. Mm -mm. I don't think he ever was really all that good. Okay. But he was bald mm -hmm. and he always wore a headband. Yes. That was his trademark. And so the Sonics were playing Portland. I was at the game. And they were down by, I think, 28 after three. Wow. And then Slick went to work and he put on a show. He stole everything. Sonics came back, won the game. Wow. It was an amazing game. It was probably the single best performance I've ever seen. And it was only one quarter. Wow. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, 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 and he just got elevated to me. Never made an all-star game. I don't think he was ever in the all-star game. It just, he was more probably a liability, especially as he got older. But it was just his persona. Was that in the Lenny Wilkins era? Um, he may have been coach. Yeah, yeah. But I actually don't think so. I think it may have been past that. Okay. So, again, years start getting away yeah, from you. They do. As you um, brought up multiple times on my age being, I'm just an old guy. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> it's one of the, again, it's one of those songs. If you're a Seattle person, all of it makes total sense. If yes. you're not, it doesn't make any sense. It's still a good song either way. And, and what I don't understand is every single town should have a song like this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Cleveland has Cleveland rocks. There's a million New York songs, New York City songs. Um, it starts to get like very li limited after that. L I love LA. WKRP. <laughs> Got kind of time to packing and unpacking. Oh. I'm really dating myself now. No, that's Here's the deal. If you haven't been to Seattle, know you're going to visit because yes. it's been on your bucket list for whatever reason. And uh, it's a beautiful town uh, if you like hills and uh, water. Yeah. And uh, look at this video and look at a couple of these uh, places that were on there. And Dick's, we've just mentioned, is one of them. Alki Beach is another. And there are mul multiple places that are on this video. Yeah, and when you see like Beacon Hill, Cap Hill, First Hill, those are all, these are all neighborhoods uh, in Cap, Seattle. it would be Capitol Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's Pigeon Hill. You don't probably know where Pigeon Hill is. And they don't is. call it Chinatown anymore. It's the International District. Yes, they do. And that's been that way for a little while. Yeah, yeah. You know where Pigeon Hill is? I don't know where Pigeon Hill is. Pigeon Hill is in West Seattle. Oh. 
Right when you enter West Seattle, that hill to the left is yeah, Pigeon yeah. Hill. Do you know where Sunset Hill is? No. It's in Ballard. Oh, I should know that. You know when you're going up, uh, you take a, a right off of Market on like 24th? Yeah. And you head up that hill? That okay. hill is Sunset Hill. Do you hear that sound? It's all the people that just switched away from this podcast. <laughs> With that, tell us people where they can find us online. So not that- your comment, both of ours. I'm not trying to <laughs> nail you. It's uh, fine. We are actually on Twitter. We're the, at G-S-Y-N-H podcast on Facebook. The greatest song you never heard podcast. And of course, we own the greatest song you never heard.com. We do. Website. We do. Good place to go. If someone wants to buy it. Reach out. For sale. (laughs) For a price. And with that, see you next time on The Greatest Song You've Never Heard Podcast. Podcast.